0: Hi, this is Dick Van Dyke. Glossolalia is a series of nightly programs on KPFK each evening featuring a different point of view on the political or the social spectrum of our community. The program will introduce you to an interesting and, I think, controversial personality. His name is R.H. Darden, and he speaks for the right. And his guest tonight is a man who hardly needs an introduction to the KPFK audience. Here are Randy Darden and his guest, James Baldwin. James
1: Baldwin. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of
2: dreams. The average American will
1: meet 10,000 people in their lifetime.
2: I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak.
1: Don't think. Feel. But if every one of you changed lives
2: just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10. We did not know each other, and we could not speak to each other, because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. every politician taking
1: donations in the NRA. It
0: is because America has not invested in its people. On you.
2: And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard
1: to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, it didn't happen.
2: Here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago?
1: You didn't know this kid, Okay, we did They're
0: looking for help.
1: We call, we ask. They're
0: looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, bankrupt, I know know them.
2: We will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can.
0: When we get
1: enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. But their children were saved, and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. Changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Some of you, as you listen to the following interview with James Baldwin, may wonder why I didn't debate with him more actively, why I didn't counterattack him in the wake of his various charges. Well, parenthetically, let me assure you of my disagreement with Baldwin's view of history and with his analysis of the racial situation in America today. As a matter of fact, I plan to give detailed accounts of my own historical and socio-political views of the race situation in future commentaries over this station. But as to the taped interview you're about to hear, I must emphasize that this was indeed intended to be an interview with a busy celebrity, taped at that celebrity's sufferance in his hotel suite. In the course of the interview, I sought above all to find one answer through my questioning, an answer from a man who, who commands as no other the ears of an interracial audience, an answer to the question, have we in America no prospect short of a calamitous race war? You can judge for yourself the outcome of my quest for this answer in the following interview undertaken at the request of Pacifica with Mr. James Baldwin.
0: This is R.H. Darden. I'm sitting in the uh, suite at the Beverly Hills Hotel with James Baldwin, distinguished novelist, playwright, and essayist, uh, who has most graciously accorded me an interview this evening, and I'm going to ask some questions to Mr. Baldwin and uh, needle him in the process. Uh, Mr. Baldwin, rereading some of your works uh, in the light of 1968, uh, specifically such a work as The Fire Next Time, I'm tempted to call your works prophetic until I reflect on the fact uh, that the man who helps to prime the time bomb has a pretty good idea of when it will go off. Uh, I'd like to welcome you to Los Angeles, and may I ask you in all sincerity, after reading your free press article, I am smitten with the hopelessness of the racial situation in America. Uh, did you intend to convey hopelessness when you talked to that uh, paper the other day?
2: If it's hopelessness, you know, that's that's being conveyed, it's not necessarily my own. I was trying to convey to you something of what is happening in your country, all up and down these streets. All right. Uh, in, in a nutshell, what is happening in despair is happening rage is happening that's what's happening it's been happening for a very long time people make a, people make a mistake if they think that the opinions of James Baldwin you know because one's heard of him are more relevant than the opinions of some black cat that you never have heard of and wouldn't speak to if you did see him Ralph Ellison t- Ralph Ellison told you a long time ago long before I did what it was like to be the invisible man and there's a long, long record, going back to the auction block, of what we really feel we the blacks in this country. And what we really feel we the blacks in this country is a mirror of what you really feel. That's why we really feel that way. Well, Mr. Baldwin, I don't feel
0: qualified myself to, to speak on behalf of all white Americans. And I but wonder... on the other
2: hand, if I may interrupt you, I don't feel qualified to speak on behalf of all black Americans either. But it's it's very interesting, you know. It's very interesting that I would find myself in this position, and the only reason I am in this position is because all Black Americans are treated just are treated like niggers. Um. Sammy Davis Jr. to my mother. Now, I, what I'm trying to say to you is, that you can't really say that you're not you not you're not qualified to speak on behalf of all white Americans if I'm treated the way all Black Americans are treated in this country. You still feel yourself treated in that fashion? As long James as my Be- brother, as long as my brother is, and I have four brothers and five mm-hmm. sisters, and my mother is, and she's alive, and many, many more people than that are treated as they are. My being in the Beverly Hills Hotel, Be- Beverly Hills Hotel, has nothing to do with it. Uh speaking in the generality, perhaps not. No, i I'm, talk- I'm not speaking in the generality. I'm talking about my family. But there are such m-
0: dramatic exceptions, Mr. Baldwin, yourself being There are no
2: exceptions.
0: Leontine Price? There are no exceptions. No exceptions? No. Uh, you're saying, in effect, then, that as long as black Americans if are they mistreated, don't know that you are mistreated. If they don't
2: know that she's Leontine Price, she still can't get a taxi. In New York? In New York, in the North. I won't talk about the South.
0: All right. Uh, I have to confess, I, I have no way of putting myself in your shoes or reliving your experience. You're my countryman. But at the same time, Mr. Baldwin, I would point out to you that if I myself were to go into uh, uh, into the ghetto, into Watts... Uh,
2: the ghetto uh, you created.
0: Uh, not the not specifically. Which, the
2: you, ghetto from which you profit. How do I profit from the ghetto, Mr. Baldwin? You should know history better than I. Well, you should know economics better than
0: I. Uh, are the uh, the economists in the country insincere this when country they say has that no the... Economist. Well, the men who style themselves as economists, are they insincere when they say that the, oh, that, uh, the race problem is an enormous drain upon the economy? Uh, that uh, far from benefiting, uh, everyone in, in this country, white and black alike, suffers from the color bar, from the lingering uh, the lingering theists. Then resentment why between won't they the let us out of the ghetto? But, Mr. Baldwin, the extremists seem to want to stay there. They no, the extremists want to, build the walls want to live. You would deny then that, that men such as Stokely Carmichael, wh- whom you
2: eulogize in the Free Press, are no, I do not eulogize him. Well, I try to explain where you, he, we, I tried to explain where he is. Stokely uh, is not to be eulogized by me. He is not dead yet. I'm well, trying to tell you, I produced him. Let me point out something. Something everyone overlooks, which is in which is in that article. This is mm-hmm. why I wrote it. Stokely was a very long time, for a very long time, a better Christian than the most white men in this country. Stokely's been beaten half to death all up and down the deep south to try to awaken this country, and if Stokely has now decided what he's decided, it is not Stokely who's to be blamed or to be questioned. It is you. Uh, placing the blame is one thing, Mr. Bowman, but but
0: uh, what I'm referring to is what he seems to be advocating here, namely a total separation
2: of the races. This is in the great old American tradition, isn't it? Uh, what, it, else, what, it else, what else? What else? What else? has been advocated? But, but
0: uh, what I'm what I'm saying is. Uh, that on the one hand, you as a spokesman for, if not the most militant uh, of the Negroes, at least a spokesman for Negroes who have suffered in this country, seem to imply now that the the solution would lie in integration, or at least in a breaking down of those mental sets which keep the races apart. Look, I'm a writer, and I don't use the language the way you do. You, 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 lose, you use the language magnificently. Uh, I would be the first uh, among many... That is not at all no what
2: I mean, but I mean is that integration is not the aim, no, it is not the problem. Integration is a fact. That is what has happened here. And the problem in America, the crisis here, is that no one can accept that fact. I'm not an African anymore, and you're not a European anymore. I'm very glad to
0: hear you say that. But then how do you react, this would be my next question, how do you react to those black militants Uh, who now would would like to have solidly black communities dressed in in African weaves, Uh, some of them even advocating, I think, uh, speaking Swahili. Uh, Why not? But you have just, you you, you have said now, and you've said in the past, how deeply involved the black and the white are in this country with each other. I have said
2: it. But my opposite number has not said it. Well, I say people should love each other. But in fact, the people in the ghettos don't have jobs and don't have a future and cannot protect their wives their houses or their children. You try living in the ghetto for six months, two months, one week and see how much it costs you. And just in, just in concrete terms like insurance, rent, food, clothes. And you try to raise your child and, and, uh, to be a man and face him on the day and he's first called a nigger in the land of the free, in the home of the brave.
0: These are situations that I do not deny, nor do I defend them, Mr. Baldwin. In fact, I'm encouraged They're to hear you... They're happening to you. They're happening to all of us. I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged to hear you cite them, because it seems to me that, that you, at least, uh, still, if not uh, having a, a rosy at notion of our future believe that the solution, if, if there is a solution, lies in eliminating the ghetto situation. But I'm, I'm simply asking, how then, apart from explaining how they got there, how do you react to those in the black community who want the races to pull completely apart? How do you react to Lyndon Johnson? Uh, not uh, not very favorably. I didn't uh, support Well, him. you're asking
2: somebody to be more responsible than he. And you elected him. But
0: yes, didn't. however, Johnson was elected uh, rather overwhelmingly uh, in an open election of his fellow countrymen. Uh, when it, can did anybody call them, it can hardly
2: be called an open election if so many of us cannot vote. You know as well as I know that the Congress of the United States would be a very different place if I could vote.
0: I would question that. You know that Senator
2: Easton would be out of a job.
0: How would you react? And Governor to... Wallace would not
2: be running for president. Well,
0: let's not talk about the South,
2: as you said, but uh, about your own stomping grounds in, in Harlem. No. Yes. It is below the Canadian border, as Malcolm said once, and that's south.
0: How do you react to polls taken in, in Harlem now? Talking about I don't you, believe in them. You don't believe them. No. You you feel they are fallacious when, when uh,
2: uh, they turn up results. What makes you that think the, that any Negro in this country is going to tell the truth to any white man? Well, let's assume the poll takers were black. <laughs> well, you cannot tell a Negro by the color of his skin.
0: Uh, then anyone living in Harlem seeing a poll being taken is going to say, someplace along the line, this is for the benefit of the white community, I'm going to give them an insincere answer.
2: It is, it is deeper than that. It is much deeper than that. If you've been forced to live, as we all have been forced to live, we the blacksmith's country, behind the veil which we call segregation, and you don't understand yet that you are behind that veil, too. No, I, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm deeply persuaded by your argument uh, that uh, we
0: are all behind the veil. I, I, I share your belief that uh, when something as morally indefensible as uh, segregation uh, takes place in a country like this, uh, the guilty party it doesn't suffers as much It doesn't take place in a country like this.
2: It has, has formed this country.
0: Why do you single out this country, though, Mr. Baldwin? Australia... Because it's mine. <laughs> yes, all right, but... but... You imply that the problem is uniquely American. I do not wake up
2: every morning saying, thank God I wasn't born in Johannesburg.
0: I was born here.
2: How about Australia, the aborigine in Australia? That's their problem. Yes, it is. This country is my problem and your problem. is it part of a a worldwide problem? I would suggest, yes, of course it is. And that problem, you know, is involved with, you know, the rise of the capitalist nations and the rise of Christianity, you know, and the piracy which the West has exerted on all the rest of the world. Yeah, but so in that sense, it's a worldwide problem. It's not uniquely a white
0: or capitalist problem either. How about the, uh, the, the genocide being visited upon the Iboos
2: by other blacks in Nigeria? They didn't write the Declaration of Independence or the Bill of Rights, and I've never heard of the Magna Carta. Uh, would you care to expand on that? I mean, that we are, I'm judging us in, li- in the light of our professions. I'm not judging us in the light of someone else's profession. People I cannot, you know, people whose, whose standards I do not know. After all, whose country I cannot judge, and who I am not a part of. I know what happened here. Well, how can you indict
0: white Americans? Because uh, I in, love in, in, this. In a, because I love this country. Yes, I know. Let me finish. How how can you indict white Americans without reference to other whites or other peoples who are also practicing uh, segregation? Uh, racial bias... I can have no
2: effect on the king of England, or the queen of England now, I'm sorry. I can have no effect on any other ruler of any other country. Well, I'm
0: simply asking if you don't see in the correspondence of this problem elsewhere a uniquely
2: human problem, a deeply No, I see... Rooted the, human I see problem. the plague that came out of the north of Europe quite a long time ago, carrying the cross before it. I see a form of racism... ...and a form of slavery... ...and a form of exploitation of human beings... ...which had never occurred in the world before... ...and that is the bill that we are paying... ...that is why we are in Southeast Asia... ...what Stokely is saying to you and what I am saying to you... ...what the world is saying to you... ...is that I will not work for you for nothing anymore... ...I am saying to you... You meaning the black community? i meaning two-thirds of the world...
0: Uh, all right. Fair enough. But, uh, again, you'll, you'll forgive me for persisting in this question. What, then, are we to do, Mr. Baldwin, in terms... That is
2: of, up to you.
0: Not entirely, though. Not it exactly. isn't up to me.
2: Uh, well, Look, when, when Martin went Martin, after all, no one is accused until lately of being irresponsible of Ireland, and who is a certain kind of hero. After the march on Washington, I beg you to remember... After that tremendous endeavor and that tremendous betrayal, the first response given by the country to the blacks was the bombing of those four girls out of existence in the Birmingham Sunday School. That was the first response, and until the day, the only one. Now when Martin went to Chicago sometime after that, the cats in the streets, the black cats in the streets, referring to his speech in Washington when he talked about, I have a dream, said, we don't need dreams. We need jobs. And no amount of rhetoric. And no amount of idealism. No amount of... You know, no amount of All of this reasonable talk changes the fact that at this very moment you have millions of people in this country who have no jobs and no future who are trapped in what is for them a concentration camp and who, who have concluded that the country intends to destroy them. Do you agree with them? That I have no have evidence to change. offer them... No, to the contrary. And no Negro has from Martin Luther King to Muhammad Ali.
1: Continuing this taped interview, I asked James Baldwin, do you find no cause and effect relationship between the screaming provocations of some irresponsible blacks on the one hand, and on the other, the supposed threat by whites of genocide?
2: I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. People talk about racism in reverse. Is what you're talking about? Yes, but I, I racism in reverse, you know, does not attack General Motors. Uh, then you would say the it doesn't attack the, the labor is... unions. It doesn't attack the churches. That some cats, you know, say say burn Whitey, is of no relevance at all, really, since he's being burned every day by people who haven't got to say a word. Well, Baldwin, Who simply you, dictate a letter or push a button? You cite... Pick
0: up a phone. You cite specific indignities such as the bombing of the church, but I take it then you're willing to ignore specific exceptions within the church, uh, such as the Catholic priest
2: leading the open Father house marches. Brother Grappi. Well, whether or not he knows it, whether or not you know it. It's an indictment of the church. There should be thousands of him. What's a priest for? If we're um, all equal in the sight of God. As a matter of fact,
0: I can't find anybody on the other side anymore within any of the churches. I don't know of any priests or ministers myself who are standing up for segregation outside of the South. And even there, I think they're talking a great deal uh, more softly than they did a few years ago. Uh, isn't this evidence that the church is no longer the villain, if in fact it ever was? Surely the, the, the Christian church in America offered a kind of pleasant, uh, hypocritical rationalization for what men wanted to do uh, i.e. to defend slavery in the South, but, but in what sense is the Christian church or the Christian ideal responsible for the plight of, of the black American today? In what sense? Yes. You must be joking.
2: Well, uh, forgive my, uh, my ignorance here, but... Uh, you remember what Malcolm X said once? The most segregated hour in American life is high noon on Sunday. I read the Bible, too. And I was baptized. What right? What dictum? How can the church pretend to be a Christian church and perform as it has performed, leaving, limiting it only to American history and, on, and limiting it only to its performance in relationship to me?
0: Well, again, you're talking now how about how can I
2: believe in it? You're talking about how symptoms, can I believe in it? Symptoms of the segregation mentality. I'm not talking mentality. about symptoms. I'm talking about facts. I'm telling you the role of the church as divorced entirely from the aspirations or the hope or the potentialities of the church. I'm telling you what the church did and does. I would say you're talking about... I accuse the church, the, church, the, the church. I am talking about the church. Uh, those men Those men within the church who were against it had to leave the church or uh, were notorious within the church. And let's talk about the
0: idea of the paper. Uh, is that true or not?
2: that there are secret- Is that issues, true or not? Uh, restate your question. Is that true or not? Respond. That the men within the church who are opposed to the role the church has played in American life vis-a-vis the negroes vis-a-vis the Indians were notorious in the church or else outside of it. Uh, in recent years I'd say quite the opposite uh, that they are I didn't ask you that. Wave of I didn't ask you that.
0: I don't know that that is a fact at all Mr. Baldwin. I can't say that any uh, any dedicated Christian who, who believes his ideals. By the way, I'm not a Christian myself, but it doesn't seem to me that, that, that anyone acquainted why with, the with the doctrines of Christ then why is the church that way. Segregated? Is it still segregated? Isn't the, wor- is, isn't the effort now to, to integrate more no, among the churches? You're, you're
2: proving my point. Why was it segregated then? If you want me to say that it is because, now that it is now desegregated. Because,
0: uh, as I said before, because society well. was you know very well it isn't. Society
2: was segregated,
0: and, and men saw fit to, to reflect the segregation in the church. Hypocritically, I'm the first to admit. But I don't see in what sense the, uh, the, the doctrine of Christianity or even the institution of the Christian church is responsible for the plight of the black in America, which you seem to imply, or in what sense the, the capitalist system is either. If one is to assume that, that those capitalists who sincerely uh, are alarmed at the
2: economic drain that segregation uh, yeah, but they're alarmed they now. But well, they set it up, first of all, for their profit. We were, we were was, you know, the principal source of cheap labor in this country. So yes, that matter we still are. Now we're obsolete.
0: Even at the time, uh, many historians have now said uh, segrega- uh, slavery would have to have died Look, out of its, own, of, of its own unfeasibility economically, that it was not economically a feasible It system. still hasn't died out. Uh, if you're talking about segregation, but uh, would you say that there actually is bond servitude? Accusing, I'm accusing
2: the Christian church and the American nation of having born, of having, of having bred men and sold them like mules. I'm accusing the Christian church of the blasphemy, of assuming that my child was of less value in the sight of God and the sight of men than their child. Well, and you have made that accusation I'm accusing first clear. Them of clear. I'm, I'm accusing them of doing this for profit, for money. And I am saying they're doing it until today. I know who owns Harlem, and everybody knows. Uh, Christians, not Jews. This is very interesting.
0: Uh, well, don't take my word. You check the record out. Where will I find statistics that will prove to me that uh, that uh, absentee landlords are representatives of the Christian Church?
2: If I went any further, I'd be sued for libel.
0: If you want to find
2: out, you can find out.
0: But, Mr. Baldwin, now you are, I, I would, would have to stay talking about history here. You're talking no, about, no, I'm talking about the present. Yeah, but you're, you're certainly looking at the roots of the problem and saying that it hasn't markedly improved. And yet uh, you insist upon talking uh, in isolation about the United States now and, and find it invalid when I cite examples elsewhere in the world in 1968 that simply indicate that it's not a uniquely Christian, it's not a uniquely capitalist, not a uniquely American problem.
2: Look, we're not talking in these, you know, vast and grandiose abstractions. I hope not. I'm only talking to you out of my concern for a generation which I don't want to see die in the streets.
0: I'm not taking a long
2: philosophical view, and I don't give a, a damn about history at this moment. I'm telling you what has happened and what is happening now to us but can I accept the
0: genuineness of your concern when, on the other hand, you take great pains to, to, to explain to me uh, the reasons behind and, and even to make him sound innocent, a man like Stokely Carmichael, who uh, surely is, is now playing with dynamite, uh, a charge of dynamite that would be infinitely more destructive to his own black community than, than to the white community.
2: That's a veil threat. You're saying you have the guns and we'll shoot
0: you down if you move. I'm saying that any society will take measures to protect the state
2: I am saying is of is the state of the state of the and of the bill of the state of the of it. I of it will. of the state know the state it the state of the state of that. state the principles on the principles on which it defends itself, doom it uh, the surely it. If, if it is surely, uh, if
0: the black man the doomed man with it and with it. the is of the that of many that... That makes me of the
2: too, of I was kidnapped. You came here voluntarily.
0: Well... Kidnapped or not, Mr. Baldwin, you must have some concern about the survival of your own people, if not the society of Who are my people? Uh, the black people
2: and the American
0: people. Both are your people, and both are... My, Jeopardy, concern, my
2: concern for the American people is very, very great. And my concern for what you call the black people is very, very great. But the concern of the American people for me is not so very great. Uh, as based on what evidence, Mr. Baldwin? Your record. Well, let's talk Since about your Second
0: World War. War. Let's talk about the record of the enormous success you have enjoyed as an that is author not and about a person. Let us not
2: talk about me as, as some extraordinary dancing dog. Oh, but let us talk about you as a man I am who an American a of eminence by his writer against tremendous this arts. System. And you're talking yes, about you that. It. And you want to congratulate yourself on that. And I won't let you. Now, let's congratulate both the system and you. No, no, no. I use the system to beat the system.
0: I'm not all about it look like. Well, Mr. Baldwin, if, if the system were as restrictive of your rights uh, as, as you imply it would, uh, first of all, your works would have been denied the light of print. That may, you that may, yet, that may would, yet happen. Uh, it may happen indeed, Mr. Baldwin, but in fact, all of us who stand on, on a political forum and advocate anything may find our liberties restricted. I'm advocating, we find I'm advocating that we finally get around to the American Revolution. Uh-huh. That's all I'm advocating. That's very interesting. Uh, you don't feel that the revolution of 1776 was, in fact, a revolution. I would agree with you. It did not it include me. Ah, good point. Uh, it seems to me, however, that, uh, that wherever we, we look to find evidence of what happens in revolution, uh, that, that all those who had the, the highest hopes in that revolution suffered the cruelest disillusionment. For example, let's, let's, take, let's take our so-called revolution
2: with, with Great Britain. You're talking to me as I was a student of Yale. I'm not a student of Yale. Well, let me. I am a Harlem street shoe shine boy, let, street boy. Let me give you I don't my view between the and America.
0: But you should, Mr. Baldwin, because if we had stayed uh, with England, then slavery would now have been England abolished was, in 1840. Now England's
2: become your colony.
0: Mr. Baldwin, you you do persist in jumping to other points when I'm uh, trying to pin you down. I am not them. an intellectual, I will not be pinned down. Uh... Well, if you're not an intellectual, then I certainly am not either, because I haven't published so much as a single lousy word uh, in the novel form, in the play form, or well, in the I what you trying form. to do, and I
2: won't let you do it. What am I trying to do? You're trying to pin me down to a system of thought which is not mine. I'm trying
0: to give either. you a chance to state some specific remedies that all right-thinking Americans should I state navigate. them? You should be in Washington. You should be in Washington, talking to those people. No, no, no. You, of of all people, should state them because you have the ear of both the black and the white. You're exactly the person who should state them, not some distant uh, scorned representative in Washington, and not some man who has nothing to lose. Why is he distant and
2: why is he scorned?
0: Uh, Scorned by you and uh, distant in Washington. Uh, I'm I'm trying to use your rhetoric here. You have scorned. Uh, the I government have in Washington. Oh, I have, Mr. Baldwin. Yes, you have scorned them for what they have not done and for what you feel they cannot do in altering
2: uh, the whole set of the societies. Well, why do you, you change the proposition to... around in such a funny way? You say, I have scorned the, wa- the government in Washington.
0: Yes, you have, Mr.
2: Baldwin. Why? <laughs> why have At you scorned the government? Yes, Because. Don't you, do you think, don't... think that maybe they've scorned me?
0: I think By which not, I mean me oh. as
2: us. I think they, they have...
0: I'm not talking about Jimmy Baldwin at all. I think they've shown themselves blind to uh, the core problem.
2: Look, all uh, they've done was increase the police force.
0: Not, that's not true, Mr. Baldwin. The war on poverty has appropriated the millions of dollars. The war on poverty is a dirty joke. I agree with you, you but... You know that as uh, well as I do. I tend to feel it's a dirty joke because it promised things that, that no amount of federal money could ever bring to pass, which is namely... Though, can, though federal money can blow up all those villages in Southeast Asia... Now, that's not uh, relevant to what we're talking about, Mr. Baldwin. But I do want to press the point that you have, if not a duty, at least an opportunity to speak constructively to blacks and whites. And it does seem to me that that, uh, you have shirked this opportunity. You certainly have here this evening. You have refused to enter into what you regard as my structuring of thought uh, to the point... to What do you want me to say? I want you to tell black and white alike what they can do to avert the disaster me, to me, both of those want me communities. You want to tell
2: the black people that a better day is coming? No, no, no. no. I want you to you offer see, some what specific I, remedies Yes, but to there the is problem. no specific remedy I can offer once the communications are broken down, and once no one believes... Well, you and I are sitting here talking, so they haven't broken down completely, though oh, they do seem to be on tether hooks. No one believes the words you say. Uh, do you believe the in American, anything I say? The American Republic has made, I'm not talking about you either personally, the American Republic has made too many promises and broken them all. Again, Mr. Bowman, you come forth with, with, a, with
0: a beautiful statement of indictment that, that really doesn't offer well, us name, anything to work with here. I have. Because you I, see, I'm, I'm going to. I'm agree. not in
2: charge of the churches or the boards of education or the labor unions. And these are I've no levers of power under my hand. I can't give those cats a job. You think unemployment, you uh,
0: the fact that the Negroes are excluded from some white churches, uh, the fact that the labor unions, which I agree, uh, have, have been tenacious in keeping uh, coloreds out, you think all of this is, is, is the totality of the problem here? I think those are the elements one has to look at and deal with. But surely a, a more immediate concern is keeping
2: alive. Wouldn't you agree? You don't understand that to be a Negro in this country is to be acquainted very early with the notion of, well, your own death. And very, very soon, you think, very,
0: very soon... You think this is why, uh, surely not a majority, but but many have embraced this almost uh, suicidal let me finish of my of burning sentence. the house down with Let me finish in- my
2: sentence. Finish your sentence. Very, very soon you have nothing to lose. They cannot beat you any harder than they have.
1: At this point, I asked Mr. Baldwin... Do you condone the abuse heaped on the Uncle Toms, the bourgeois Negroes who are seemingly making it in a white society?
2: The bourgeois Negroes are not making it, and their children will tell you so. The children, it's the children of those Negroes, the of the sit-ins. That's very interesting. But again, I'd,
0: because we don't have a simple. And thing, making what? Anyway, the whole thing is a fraud. Is it indeed? I can cite you industries right and left... Uh, where, where Negroes hold prominent uh, uh, positions respectable positions of genuine power uh, for which they are recompensed uh, as well as their white colleagues and uh, where there's there's every promise of a brighter day for them admittedly they are few and far between this is the tragedy but isn't part of the tragedy that that preachers of hopelessness such as yourself now make it unfashionable even...
2: hopelessness i'm trying to tell you what's happening in your country to you
0: Yes, and I refute uh, some of your reasoning and, and some of
2: your analysis. Well, Ms. you Baldwin. check out your record. You check out the record. Look what has happened to your cities.
0: Well, just a minute now. It's happened to my cities and not your, because and of anything chi- I. Did. And your
2: children. Speaking of. When it was simply my, my children. children dying on the needle, nobody cared. When you discover, you know, junkies, white junkies, white rich junkies in Westchester, then you get upset. For the first time. Look, I'm talking about the spirit of this country. And what this country has to do if it's going to survive. What it has to do is accept the fact that I am here and I came to stay. And I'm not a stranger. I'm not an oddity. I am flesh of your flesh and bone of your bone. And if I go under, you go under. Yes, if, I, I, I accept can say that because this you go go under, I go under. under.
0: But I persist persist in in asking now if you are not, in fact, generalizing from some specifics to say that the whole society, the whole of white society, uh, specifically the churches are are responsible for this, but then ignoring the fact that that those who feel, perhaps as you feel, as violently as you feel, or even more violently, are in the minority within the black community. I'm violent. I'm not violent. I'm vehement. All right. You're vehement, Mr. Baldwin. But those who are vehement cannot be shown by any headcount to be a majority of the black community. And therefore how can you say that all uh, blacks are in you the mean last the most, analysis you as a better
2: satisfied with our condition. I'm saying that there must surely be a mean gray a area. Of, you mean there's a great deal of truth in the American myth about little black samba. No, no no, You no, mean Mr. that I I don't you mean that I like picking coffee? I don't you. say that for a moment. You mean like I like living say, in Harlem with the rats? I do say
0: that your... You mean that I deserve it? That your disenchantment, which apparently is not to be allayed by your own specific
2: success, is not okay. the disenchantment of all let, blacks. Let me, let me try to point out something to you. Proceed. In the first place, you don't know the road I've walked to be where you think I am. Well, you've written very eloquently of it. I, I know that much of it. Yes, and I know something else about it, which is that I was not read. And you don't know. I know I can do this or that, get a taxi, get a suite. I know I'm James Baldwin. I know all that. But I also know what is happening right now as we sit here to a whole lot of other people. And no cop's going to ask him what's his name. And he's got no recourse if he goes to jail. All around me. You're asking me to, to substitute for the truth of my life the myth of the American success. I and would, I'm telling you that I would die before I'll do that. Let,
0: let me I tell know you what, what I am asking to, you, Mr. Baldwin. I'm, I'm asking you to say I, James Baldwin, of exceptional mind and exceptional tenacity... Have achieved something, and I am addressing myself to others within my community who have also what that community? exceptional mind and exceptional tenacity. I'm, I'm asking you not
2: for a moment what to community, the black community at large. Why is America? Why does America have a black community? Every nation that's all, has an ethnic
0: community that is a of The majority. I didn't ask you that. Well, that is why, Mr. Baldwin. That's just the way human society organizes itself. Well, then you tell me about that. Yes, we must, but we must do it in such a way to preserve the lives of all of us. And uh, the, you have the fabric guns. of that society. You have the Sherman well, tanks. We don't have all you have the cops. Them. Now, that's not true, Mr. Baldwin. Uh, there are many black cops as well. Though you will, uh, uh, I'm sure, scorn them. I'm not being naive, I'm, I'm looking around me. And why is it that you automatically assume that the, the police are there to protect only the whites? Uh, a poll which I'm sure you will scorn, taken in Harlem, uh, the chief criticism against the, the cops in Harlem was that there weren't enough of them, that black citizens in the main did not feel safe on the streets of Harlem and wanted more police protection. Uh, in this sense, were they did not they reaching against, out to they the police say, Did they
2: say against whom?
0: I presume against criminal elements in their own community. Who else would
2: be up there at night? (laughs) Their mothers and their fathers, their sisters and their brothers, their daughters.
0: Well, apparently they're embittered against these people to an extent that they want the police. You know why they're
2: embittered? You get robbed in Harlem. My brother, other brother, you know, one of my brothers, you know, robbed seven times. The police never come. To find out who robbed you. The police are not there to protect you. The police are there to protect the businesses owned there by other people. To protect white property in Harlem. That is the role of the police. And to keep you in your place. Let us assume now... That's the role of the police. Let's assume that there are businesses owned by blacks as well in Harlem. There are no businesses owned by blacks. There may be one or two stores owned by blacks
0: isn't this one positive step uh, whereby uh, the militants and the rest of the community can, can come to an understanding that a good thing would be for blacks to own and begin their own businesses? Look, you are the one who wanted the
2: global view. All right, let's take the global view. All right. And in Africa, for example, Europe created, no, educated certain blacks and created a certain elite. And they did this for the purposes of Europe. They were not, these blacks, this elite was not created to liberate, let us say, Senegal or Sierra Leone, any part of Africa. This elite was created to serve Europe. And it does. It still does. It's one of the great African problems. And I mean, now, you know, if you see the global view, Europe still owns Africa. There are black cats still going down those mines, Johannesburg, digging up those mines, which they don't sell. Yeah, but South Africa is independent of Europe now, Mr. Baldwin. I beg your pardon. If that is so, why is not England broken with her?
0: Well, they have trade relations, but uh, they're not governed You're proving them. my point. Why, uh, why, are the, why are the British blockading uh, uh, the ports of Rhodesia? Are they? That's uh, what
2: I hear. Check it out. Uh, you think this is just a publicity if, stunt to? When Seco Touré broke off from France, from that Commonwealth, the French moved out with every carpet and carpet tack, every light bulb, everything. If they could have killed him, they would have done so. Now, the England did not do, the, do, do that to Ian Smith. You must ask yourself why. Don't ask me. Well, let's
0: take an example here. You, you have uh, mentioned Seco Touré. Uh, France at the time you were in Paris uh, owned colonies and uh, presumably was exploiting the black throughout the world did you find this reflected in your acceptance in Parisian society I am not an Algerian I did not belong to France ah uh, but the point I'm trying to make I is had a green passport that a country which was doing the kind of exploiting uh, if one can assume it was exploitation that you complain of... What do you mean? What do you mean nevertheless, accepted you and treated... I'm saying, Mr. Baldwin, that it doesn't matter if there has been colonization. It doesn't matter if Europe is based more or less on a capitalist system. This has nothing to do with why you uh, you or the black community is or is not accepted by a white community. Paris being a perfect example of a capitalist, colonialist nation, where blacks are not uh, markedly disri- discriminated against if one can believe your own rights. Unless they belong to France. Uh, in other words, if you had been uh, an emigre French African, you would have been treated worse than you were in Paris. Is that what you 're telling me? Is that what you 're asking? Yes, are you kidding i 'm not kidding i don 't know the situation in in Paris as you know it i 'm asking you right out if if you had been an emigre from a French colony, would you not have been accepted as you were in paris <laughs>
2: Yes or no, Mr. Baldwin? It's very hard for me to take you seriously. Uh, I will assume... If I had been a penniless Arab on the streets of Paris, I would now be dead. What if you were an Arab with literary distinction? Who would know it? I was, I was, I was a black boy with a literary distinction here. That's why I went to Paris. But there, there are black
0: African colonies... Why do you think I went to
2: Paris in the first place?
0: Tell us why you went
2: to Paris. To get away from here. Okay. That's to live, enough. to find out whether or not I could write, and not to be told by others who I was and what I could do. Clear Malcolm enough, X, but, you got Malcolm X because the teacher told him he couldn't be a lawyer, and he should become a carpenter instead and do something a colored person can do. That's why I went to Paris. Well, your your that's with the French dupes of the Algerians. Your interesting
0: distinction between the blacks and the Algerians in Paris doesn't, for instance, touch on the role of the Christian Church in France, which, if anything, has been a great deal more I beg your dominant part, I than the policies. I beg, your, I beg your
2: pardon. I was there during, uh, during that war, the Algerian, the French-Algerian War. Uh, and he, one of the great crises was the idea of having a Muslim in the government, in the government of a Catholic country. But, again,
1: Mr. Walden,
0: why
2: is Can it... I made myself clear?
0: No, you haven't. Why is it that a, a Catholic country, a Christian country like France... Uh, does not treat its black minority uh, as a supposedly Christian country in the United States does, if one of the root what problems mean, is what, the church. I don't,
2: understand, I don't understand you. Did you feel uh, the, the we're weight not of American prejudice we're in not, we're France? We're not talking about me as an, as an absolutely invisible American black waif. I'm talking about the black population of France. Which is uh, admittedly small,
0: but, uh, but... we're getting bigger. Okay, fine. But again, why, why, why don't you see evidences of of this uh, this Christian conspiracy uh, against the blacks you such as it, they are in France? That French. is your word, conspiracy. I didn't say that. Yes, but you did accuse the Christian church in this country of being one of the root causes
2: of the race problem. Didn't I accused it of not being Christian.
0: Ah, that's very different. No, I, I'd suggest you didn't, Mr. Baldwin. But if, in fact, that's what your meaning is, I'm glad you've made that distinction. Out. I didn't use the word conspiracy. Now, it was my distinction earlier that, that men were not acting in a Christian fashion, but in fact... I know, said I was judging us in the light
2: of our professions, didn't I? Uh, yes, I, and did, in I that think plight, you did, but I'm
0: not sure it was in reference to that uh, It was not. that. Well, maybe you'd like to clarify your point now. In what sense is Christianity or the Christian church involved in the plight of the black
2: men in America? It taught us how to despise ourselves. Uh, would you expand on that? Because God is white.
0: Uh, Let's assume for a moment that uh, the the doctrine was that God was neither black nor white. That is not the doctrine. That is not the doctrine. Uh, That is not what once taught. Well, uh, I'm going back to the Bible here.
2: Uh, Well, think of the mortification of the flesh. And consider this principle. First of all, that I assume that that doctrine is an evil doctrine. Why should the flesh be mortified? What does this have to do with the race problem, Mr. Paul? I'm the flesh in
0: America, which has to be mortified. Yeah, well, this is a problem that hits uh, whites as well as black. The Paul, uh, yeah, but I know St. it, and Paul's, you don't. Uh, analysis.
2: I know it, and you don't.
0: In other words, for some reason, mortification of the flesh was applied only to the black man?
2: I am your guilty conscience. That's why I have to come in the back door. Ah, you, know you, you know what right? You know what you did to me. You're afraid I might do that to you. That's why everyone gets upset about black power. Instead of going out in the streets and doing something about white power, you think I want to rape you the way you raped me. fact I don't. But you think so. And that's the root of the problem here.
1: In the course of my taped interview, I asked Mr. Baldwin if, by his frequent references to rape... He was supporting the psychologist's explanation that white racism springs from some fear of the Negro's supposed super sexual potency.
2: Yes, but then
0: don't talk to me about psychotherapy. You're the one that brought up this business of guilt association, and, and you have written, I in fact, about... that the you're unique. afraid that I will do to you what you know you've done to me. Ah, yes, but you have written elsewhere, Mr. Baldwin, about the uh, the, the black man as, as a kind of phallic symbol to the white and all the rest of it. Yeah, no, no, this all borders on what is what commonly understood not, by psychology. I'm not worried about my wife. You know, psychology. My wife
2: can dance with you all night long, and I won't be at all upset. But you get uptight if my wife dances with you. Uh, you've no, taught... Let's tell the truth. Well, may, may, may I just let's summarize my, so. my own
0: point of misunderstanding is Isn't that so? Uh, you know, I get uptight if, if my wife... Dances, dances. with me. Uh, you specifically James
2: Baldwin or no, 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 you some stranger?
0: Cat. Any black cat or any stranger, I think, would... would no, 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 no. I am not a stranger. Well, let me say this. That's why you get uptight. If I and my wife, whom I don't have, were frequenting a nightclub... Uh, where I didn't the tariff was rather stiff, and they admitted blacks, I would assume anybody in there could a afford to, and b you the right for was, them was uptown to what and gives you
2: the right in your country for them not to admit blacks. Uh, it's probably a question of can they afford to get in. No, it is not that question. You know that very well. Well, I don't know
0: that at all, Mr. Baldwin. I don't know it. Uh, I, wouldn't any some some the, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't dance any place where that didn't admit I you. I don't know it
2: from the experience. I, of I wouldn't dance any place where they wouldn't admit you.
0: Uh, but there are places, Mr. Baldwin, that you go that they won't admit me. Uh, black Congress, uh, uh, bl- black power rallies, they won't admit me. Uh, there are parts of town in which you hear oh, what I, I feel unsafe to
2: walk. Did you hear but what I they said? They will not admit me after hours. This else. whole country is unsafe and you know it.
0: Mr. Baldwin, you persist in going back to uh, accusations which may or may not, not be well founded. I'm not you of anything.
2: I'm telling you what has happened. But you are accusing me
0: and whites in general of having done things and continuing to do things which according to you make the problem of your history in what sense can we subvert our history then and and by the way I'm accepting a a version of my history which uh, for the sake of argument that I actually don't agree with but assuming your view of the history to be one that I agree with, what's to be done now to keep Americans from killing each other in such numbers uh, that uh, one or both of, of the races is exterminated that, it seems to me, is a very immediate problem. Yeah, but you're not worried about my extermination. You're worried about yours. I'm worried about the extermination of innocent if if people if you're, if you're in general. If you were worried about that, then you would
2: have changed the streets. Well, as you have said if already, that, we you're, are, you're, we're you're, interrelated you're, the we're interrelated with this If you were worried about that, you would have done something about the situation which now begins to engulf us both. If there's a danger of the extermination of your people, there's an, uh, an equal danger of the extermination of mine. That's why I'm worried. And you you are saying, then, that we in this country, who call us as Americans... You are saying seriously to me about... You're talking about your people and my people? And you want me to trust you? I want you to offer some... I've hope. been here for 400 years. Uh, metaphorically. No, actually. I got here before you did. Oh, that's very interesting,
0: Mr. Baldwin. You mean there, there were slaves here before there were slave owners?
2: Look. sixteen ninety I got here. Well, uh, Europe got here in 1840. This is uh,
0: this is really playing with no, I'm the not rhetoric, playing. Baldwin. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Well, wait a minute. Now you got here in 16 what was it? 1640.
2: One six one nine, Jamestown.
0: That's very interesting. There were no whites here to lord it over the slaves at that time.
2: There yeah, were well, a bunch
0: of refugees here. Well, how do you know I'm not related to those refugees? You call it the Mayflower. Yeah, but the slave trade continued a good deal after that time. I know Baldwin. that. It's you're, quite possible. You're missing my
2: point. What? You said your people and my people. I'm telling you that we're the same people.
0: Matter of fact, I and am I'm saying to old you stock until, until which, yes, I know you're from old not, Virginia not stock. Not from Puritan stock, so this is why I uh, It doesn't make any difference, on it? not Mayflower. Well, it does if you're going to get rhetorical here, because uh, what do you mean you've been here 400 years and I've been here since 1840? This is meaningless in terms of the problem we face right now. All right, I'll play it your way. Please do play it my way to the extent of offering me some some positive I suggestions for action.
1: You? Yes, you should. Why you should, should I? I? Because you have the ear of... You
0: rule you the country. I don't. Nonsense, Mr. Baldwin. You have a large block of votes. You always think that i like Politicians are very much concerned with what you and your you people all,
2: are doing.
0: Here we go again. you are. they are. How how can they not be concerned? If they were unconcerned before uh, the you, burning they, of Detroit, they, they, they certainly want to, are they want concerned. Not how to, they want to know how to buy my vote. They want to know how to stave off disaster for all in this country. That's in their laps, not in mine. Well, now, you see, Mr. Baldwin, this is a renouncing of responsibility which sits ill upon somebody who has had the ear on the black... You renounce
2: your responsibility in this state when you elected George Murphy and Governor Reagan. How can you say, how can you say, as an author... Whose novels and whose cries whose, whose of agony it? have been picked up by black and white alike, although they've reacted. But you, as a how can you say you have no responsibility? I didn't say that. I said that you abdicated your responsibility in this state, the state of California, when you elected Governor, Governor Ronald Reagan, or allowed him to be elected. Well, that's not true, Mr. Baldwin, any more than it's true that the people of
0: Harlem abdicated responsibility when they elected Adam Clayton Powell. Uh, if you're talking about unworthy. Uh, politicians, uh, both black and white, have elected them. I'm talking about unworthy people. If you're talking about unworthy leaders, I would point to some of the firebrands of black nationalism who seem to be allowed a position but of leadership don't. that they have not earned but even you, in their own community. are not worried about Governor Wallace. I am certainly worried about Governor Wallace. I'm sorry to see him a candidate, and I think he can do only damage to the race relations in this country. I think, I think the, the kind of storm he will stir up yeah, will make the solution twice really as We really talk to each
2: other, because as long as you think of those terms, there's
0: no, there's no way to talk Would, to you, it, would or... you say to me that I should deny Governor Wallace the right to run on the basis of his convictions, be they honest or otherwise, uh, he's fulfilled all the qualifications to get on the ballot here? Legally, he has every right to run. Just as you have a right to run, Mr. Baldwin, if you fulfill the qualifications to get on the ballot. when not Julian Bond. Julian Bond was was duly elected and, by the way, is now serving within the Georgia legislature. Mm-hmm. He was given a bad time, but I would point out to you that he was given a bad time uh, through certain legal mechanisms that allowed his fellow colleagues not to seat him if they didn't want him seated. Mm-hmm. They since changed their mind, and he's in there. Mm-hmm. It does not seem to me that, that you have a right faith? to lose faith in democracy. It is sure... i never it. seen it. Ah, Mr. Baldwin, you have seen it. You have seen people... Uh, campaigning, you have seen people voting, you have seen people promising, you've seen people vainly you and infusively trying you call that, you to call that please democracy. their constituents. You call that democracy? Uh, what do you call democracy? I assume you call democracy complete social equality, uh, but then I think we're talking about two different things. You're talking about a social uh, system, I'm talking about a political system. But it seems to me... You,
2: and you the two.
0: I think... Uh, I don't divorce the two at all. In fact, I'm rather concerned by the fact that uh, that uh, democracy is now being interpreted socially by people who don't understand society. But uh, that's another point. It seems to me that, that a genuine. You mean point, Johnson does understand society. I think he badly misunderstands it. I, th- I, think, he's, I think he's greedy. I think how he's did politically opportunistic. And how did a democracy produce him? A democracy produced him because the democracy says whether or not people are qualified, they nevertheless have qualified. The Qualified. How did he get to be a candidate? Uh, I'm not familiar with that many details from his history, but I assume he. I'm not talking about his. started off. am talking about his in history. the boondocks. And I'm not I'm talking about his history. You're talking about bad politicians. How did they get? No, I'm right? not
2: talking about that. I'm talking about his no. History.
0: Now you're assuming, Mr. Baldwin, that democracy always is infallible and that it always produces good leaders. Quite the opposite. It usually produces very bad ones. But I'm saying that, like it or not, it, it is probably the system in which the black man has more hope, or should have more hope, than one of white men. The why, the why is there black man lost hope? I think in part, Mr. Baldwin, because men such as yourself, who have every uh, evidence look, I'm of success, have also I'm a little bit past 40. Let's you can't the, blame it on me. Let's say now that I am, which I, of course, am not and, and can't really pretend to be, let's say that I am a black man, uh, in a ghetto situation, I look at you, this James Baldwin, America. I look at James Baldwin and I say, even he is embittered, even no, he has no, lost hope, no, even no. he has said the system has got to be changed so completely, uh, the, the political democracy isn't any hope, capitalism has to go, uh, the Christians are, are out to keep me in my place and all the rest of it, of course I'm going to be embittered and of course I'm going to do desperate things which may in fact uh, serve only to, uh, to destroy me and my society along with me. This That's is true. that... I, I beg your pardon? Which society? The society which embraces black and white together, which you said so I don't know, Mr. Baldwin, but it's in your writings because you've spoken about it? the, it's inter-dwelling, of the interdwelling of the two races. But it's not in the country. Psychologically. But it's not in the country. But it is in the country, Mr Where? Baldwin. Uh, right here in uh, suite at well, the Sweden. of right Middle here Hill in hotel. Because I am the only Negro in the hotel? Baldwin, uh, is, I, I wasn't except aware that there was a law saying that all Negroes except James Baldwin must stay away from the Beverly Hills Hotel. Well, there is. What law is that, Mr. Baldwin? It's not written. No, it's not written, Mr. Baldwin, because it's an expensive hotel, and because I imagine most Negroes can't afford <laughs> to stay here. Why and do you furthermore, that? Business doesn't too often bring them up this way. But I, I would be very surprised, indeed, if this hotel had any kind of unwritten code. Oh, I'm not the accusing the hotel. Well, I'm accusing of? the real estate boards. Now, there you have a good point, Mr. Baldwin. I cannot deny de facto segregation in housing. It's, it's I a think very real... De facto is a marvelous problem.
2: phrase. It means we can't help it.
0: It just happened. It's an act of God. No, I it's think a we, fact. I think we can help it, Mr. Baldwin. But if, if you are saying, in effect, that integration is I'm still the answer... I'm not talking
2: about integration. I'll tell you precisely what I meant before. Well, say it again. Yes, you cannot possibly prove that you're white. Uh, this is not a white right. country. I'm the product of a rapist. And my grandmother, my great-grandmother. Everyone in Senegal knows I'm not black anymore. And I told you before, you can go, you, you're you not European anymore. And so you are saying... I'm saying that either it's your people um, and my people... Oh, it's our people. We're trapped together here. Oh uh, yes, Mr. Baldwin. Now we're back to this. But then if I say, all right, Mr. Baldwin, our
0: people need our help and need our constructive uh, uh, ideas, then you will tell me that it's up to me, that it's up to white society and it's up to...
2: Well, you own General Motors. You own
0: the churches. You own I don't own the churches. I'm not a member of a church. I own
2: no stock in General Motors. Will you, will you please not use this rhetorical trick? Well,
0: you're you know interested. very well. You're speaking you here know very well that I'm not nation. talking
2: about you. I'm talking about myself as a, as, a, as a historical entity, and I'm talking to you as a white Christian American. Well, and every time
0: you use re- Mr. Uh, if Ms. I'm Paul, every a battle, time you use rhetoric, then I'll ask you not to use it either, because uh, your individual experience is not that of the black community. My individual experience it is, it is, is, it is not it. that of the white community. We are exceptions, both of us, to the norm. But we are exceptions to the norm. Proving the fact that such exceptions can exist. I don't buy that. You don't buy that. No, they exist in Nazi Germany. Uh, very interesting analogy. You, you you see? Do you see other analogies between Nazi Germany and some of the rallies that you must have attended? Uh, for Sieg Heil substitute black power, for uh, a white uh, supremacy substitute black supremacy. Doesn't this begin to I'm
2: cause not going you to to fall into your trap?
0: Well, you're uh, not going to allow me to become
2: rhetorical when you've been rhetorical all evening here. I'm not going to fall into your trap. No, Zikai and Black Power do not remind me of each other, except in ways which I will never describe to you.
0: In what sense are you reminded of Nazi Germany, if not in that sense?
2: Every time Johnson
0: gets on television, I'm reminded of Nazi Germany. Do you think he is, A, as eloquent as Hitler, B, uh, uh, has anything like the, the I absolute power, I C, can command the, the kind of majorities that Hitler could command? I think we're as apathetic. Ah, oh, the Germans weren't ap- apathetic. They were, if anything, uh, quite enthusiastic. This, it seems to me, is the difference. Nobody looks at Lyndon Johnson on television, at least uh, very few whites in my experience, and has anything but a feeling of pain. You know, dear heavens, can't we do better than this? Well, can't you? I hope so. I hope sincerely so. Well, you haven't got much time. Well, and I hope, Mr. Baldwin, you'll stop talking about just me because it will take your vote to, you to elect somebody to I haven't have the, the vote.
2: You had the vote. What do you mean? Martin Luther King told you that day in Washington. He was driving for the day when the Negro could vote in the South, when the Negro in the North affiliate so something, something for which he could vote. Now, we go round and round, Mr. Baldwin, and and when I. Uh,
0: insist that, that you do have a part in this you individually by nature of your gifts and your audience well, an and athlete. you collectively as, as black I, by I, your vote I simply told you that I will not do the most term the only
2: your vocabulary to those who would tear the world down we will defeat you this is our moment, this is our time to those who seek peace and security we support you yes we can comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You you and nobody are going to hit as hard as Mike. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask yes, what you can do for your country. My My little yes, we can.
0: I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a, things bad. bad. It's, a it's a depression.
2: In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about you. It's about how it's hard it can get, get it get 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 keep keep and, can take take and keep and moving keep forward. How much you can take it and keep moving forward. That's how we're going Yes,
1: start. we can. I wanted to run out of that tunnel. Tunnel. tunnel.
2: For my dad. To prove to everyone that I worked. Prove what?
1: Public Access America. Yes, we can. On SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, And now, Facebook. Public Public Access America. America. History in the making. 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 History History in in the making. Public Access America is waiting for you on the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Download the app for free and subscribe to Public Access America to get more episodes like this in your feed every day.
0: You've been listening to a special edition of KPFK's Nightly Glossolalia series. Tonight, featuring R.H. Darden and his guest, James Baldwin. Were you as fascinated as I was with Darden and Baldwin?